Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? (laughs) David, welcome to the show. Can you believe it? I am just tickled. It's been two weeks because you... Went to Paradise. I did. Not Paradise, Pennsylvania, which is only... Like, just a bit just down a, the road. down the road. Yeah. Like, you went to... Not by the dashboard lights. Yeah. Trip to talking, Aruba. Talking Aruba. Yeah. In the Caribbean. That's crazy. Yeah. It was beautiful, and I had a great little vacation, like, great little getaway. How much time did you go in the water? No. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. See, my question is, so all your vacations up for years. Right, right, right. I've all been centered around you, like, <laughs> right. you go somewhere and then you, you break your body. Right. And then you right. have, like, two hours of, like, relaxation <laughs> and then you come home. Right. No, this was the opposite extreme. Right. This was nothing. Yeah. This was like, oh, I got to leave the condo? Like, uh, why, why are we doing why, that? Why? Right. Now, did you tell me? Because, you know, it's, it's like, you know. An empty nester kind of thing, right. type thing. Like you know, you went. Well, it's a different. Uh, were you like, I need to do something the whole time? No, I wasn't. It was. Uh, were you we, able to we, let go. I was. We, Amy and I, went on vacation with two other couples, some mm. dear friends of ours. And what's neat about it is, we used to go on vacation with our kids. <laughs> we used to go on vacation with our kids, and so now it's just the six of us. Okay. And you know, I love traveling with my girls. Yeah. But it was cool. Like just having all adults. Like I said adults. to Amy, like I'm not responsible for anybody. Like no. if if it's too hot, your feet hurt, you know something's wrong. Like I don't care. You want to go do this thing that I don't want to do? Go do it. Wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll be here wow. on the I'll be here on the beach waiting for you. Wow. But no, we had a great trip. I did a little bit of running, but not much. Hmm. And we hiked up a beautiful little mountain, and uh, we explored some nooks and crannies. And there was a big Caribbean parade with bands and. What do you call those drums that, like kettle kettle drums? Kettle I guess they're yeah, called. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but what I thought you were going to talk about, mm. what I think is way better than going to Aruba, mm. is this new tradition we have of buying pizza before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that? A, that needs to be a new tradition. <laughs> we're 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 greased up. <laughs> it's like that scene in Seinfeld when they're talking about Frogger. You got just the perfect amount of grease and soda. Right. Like uh, halfway through the show. Right. We're, uh, we're going to be sound asleep. <laughs> but the first half of the show oh, yeah. is going to kill. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. But we got a new desk here, too. New, yep. new tables. David, for you? Come on. Perfect. Drew was like, we have a good enough table. And I was like, I don't think so. David requires the best. The best. <laughs> right. The finest oak. <laughs> right. <laughs> the well, finest fake oak that money can buy. He's like, I'm on it. Right. I know a place. Right. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Well, you know what's crazy is we, what what kind of news did we have? We had Gra- the Grammys happened while you were gone? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Taylor Swift cleaned up and announced Clean. a new record. That's got her crazy. 13th Grammy, so she announced a new record. She's got more, gra- more 
record of the years than, anybody, than anyone else. Yeah. And her new record is called what? Dead Poets Society? Um, more records <laughs> of, of the year no, than I think it's else. like the tortured. It's I think it's like the tortured poet department. Yeah, so it's poets. Yeah. yeah. But I want to go on record because we're, we're talking about this. On her record? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go on her record <laughs> and time. also on our record. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Like I am so tired of hearing people complaining about Taylor Swift. Right. Like if you if she's not your jam, fine. Right. But how could she bother you? Like how can she how could somebody who has nothing to do with you be annoying to you? Right. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think I'm it's a, just it's like hip. It's in style right now to complain about Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm about the spectacle of it. Right. Like, these things don't last forever. I mean she, no, I mean, I'm not you know, Yeah, yeah I hear you. But like you know, I'm a little late for my, uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And that was like a thing. Yeah. To be alive. In 1985, yeah. Michael Jackson was Taylor Swift in 2024. Right. So this is like a generation's thing. It's just to be like, whoa. You know what that I mean, reminded me of? She should do the moonwalk. I would love to see Taylor well, Swift she moonwalk. She can. Oh, absolutely she can. She can do that. What's what's the other walk that he did where, he, not where he's walking backwards, obviously, that's right. moonwalk, but the one where he like, looks yeah. like he's going sideways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the dude was talented. Dude, mega talented. Yeah. You know, I talked to him once. Stop it. Called the house. Stop it. I'm not, I'm not joking. Is this different, Michael Jackson? No. Is this how that turns out? No, because my because my un my uncle was his doctor. Wait, and was he the doctor that killed him? No. <laughs> no, but they were family friends. I would love to find out here after knowing you for however many years I've known you that your father killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> or your uncle or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It just comes out. That I'll, would be I'll, just I'll great. Some more things, but I wasn't supposed to, there was a rule I wasn't supposed to say that my aunt and uncle were over. Oh. If someone called and asked oh, for Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. And I was very young. And they were like. <laughs> and someone called and asked for him. And I was like, yeah, they're here. <laughs> and was he like, hee hee, put him on. He's like, can I talk to him? You know, very high. You and heard him. Like, you yeah. spoke to Michael Jackson. Yeah, and I was like, you know who that was? Michael Jackson. You weren't supposed to say that they were here. Crazy, right? That, I'll tell you more deal. stories later. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but moving on. I have never spoken to Michael Jackson or Taylor Swift, just for the record. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You ever That's get the feeling that we're losing our studio audience? Yeah. It's almost like there was someone in the room. I feel like we had. Right. There's one less listener. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. A lot of ways. All right. All right. Uh, speaking of hurts. Yeah. Carl Weathers. Man. AKA Apollo Creed. R.I.P. G, man. What? Rest in peace, G. <laughs> the, look of the wheels spinning in your brain like what <laughs> I don't know what that means why <laughs> R.I.P.G R.I.P.G like, like he's my G so R.I.P.G you are so much cooler than me <laughs> I, I have spoken to Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Carl Weathers is the actor who played Apollo Creed, who we all know and love. And he was amazing and also uh, had for himself a reputation as being a stand-up guy. Yeah. You know, everybody in Hollywood respected him, appreciated his talents. And I know he was in other movies besides Rocky, but that's what his legacy is. And uh, so... You know what my real... I had seen him in those other things. Yeah. But I was... He didn't leave an impression on me at the at the right age. I knew who he was by name, but like 
But what really got me to become Carl Weathers fan was Arrested Development. Have you seen him? Have you seen Arrested Development? I have absolutely seen Arrested Development, but I'm blanking on him in it. He plays himself. Oh my God. I must have quit before I got to that season. But he's super cheap. So he, there's an ongoing joke of like, he's always charging a lot of money for, for like really stupid advice right. for, from, uh, from the one uncle. Yeah. But he's got a thing. He's like, oh man, you going to finish that, that bone? Put that in a, bo- a bowl? Yeah. Boil that up? You got a broth going, baby? You got a stew going. Oh my God. It's always, you got a stew going. You got like, a stew going. Yeah. So. You need to look it up. I will, I will definitely look it up, and now I feel stupid because I thought I was an Arrested Development fan, but as you say that, I definitely have not watched the entire series. Mm. I'm like the guy who's seen the first season like two or three Ooh. times. Yeah. You know, and never ventured past season, them. Like, season two and three are really solid. The, yeah. Once it goes to Netflix, it's kind of yeah. like four. It's, uh, yeah. But one through three are amazing. Yeah. Speaking of three, mm. Sonic mm. the Hedgehog. Was greenlit for Sonic 3? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? And they're including Shadow. Shadow knows. Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh. As a character. And uh, it's kind of funny. So this is a little bit of lore that Mm -hmm. I learned about. Mm -hmm. You know, like niche comedy. Mm -hmm. Kind of like us. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here's, Here's the lore. Apparently, the Shadow character is like kind of a good guy. And he's friends with a little girl and something brutal happens to this little girl and he becomes an edgy anti-hero. Oh. Right. I don't know what happens. I'm assuming she dies. Yeah. But. It must be exhausting. Yeah. Always rooting for the anti-hero. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So (laughs) they announced, when they announced Sonic 3, they announced so-and-so has been cast as this character. I wouldn't know who it was. Right. You wouldn't know who no, it was. Yeah. But people who love Sonic are all looking around like, that's the little girl that gets brutally murdered. Oh my like, God. Uh, <laughs> we ready for this? So so are we saying there's murder in Sonic 3? Well, I don't think it'll be. There's no way. It'll be like, she's like, no. And then from outside the room explodes or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It won't be brutal. I Maybe this is where it takes a hard. Swing. I want to. I want to hate that, but yeah. the only reason I Characters don't. Characters can die. I, the only reason I don't hate it is because Sonic, the the move, the franchise, the movie franchise, has been consistently proven itself to be trustworthy. Yeah, like it's going to be good. You know, they're they're going to make something that families will love, and people die. Yeah, that's like his story is that he's out for vengeance, right? right? And I think he. Think Sonic's behind it, even though it was obviously probably Doctor Eggman. You know, obviously, yeah. Doctor, so. did you say Eggman? Yeah, Doctor Eggman. Yeah, Doctor Robotnik. Right. Depends on what nation you're from. Is what he's called. Right. In Japan, it's Eggman. As purists, no. So Moving when on. the person who plays a hero, the anti-hero. Yeah. Are they going to introduce themselves a lot frequently throughout the film? Are they going to be like, I... hello? It's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> is it them? It's them. It's it me. Is, wow. <laughs> uh, Moana. Moana 2. You remember the first Moana. I, I never saw it, but I remember. Okay. And Dwayne Johnson plays the big guy, and mm-hmm. a girl, a talented young actress whose name I can't pronounce, plays the main character. Uh, Moana 2 was scheduled to, to open in 2025. 
And it's been moved up to November of 24. There are a lot of Disney movies this year. Are you being sarcastic? No. I'm like, so they had a thing when they announced Moana 2. And they were like, hey, you thought, you know, you didn't know it was coming. Moana 2 moved up. They have um, like three other ones coming out that look like solid. Inside Out 2. Inside Out 2. There's another Pixar one about the... Um, Remember we, we saw the trailer for it ages ago where the aliens take him and think he's the king of the world, but he's just a little kid. Yes. So that movie's coming out. And I think there's like one or two more. Okay. I thought you were being sarcastic. No, no, no. no. Be, the reason why I thought that is because this, coming strong. the lineup for 2025 is off the charts mm -hmm. for Disney. Because they announced Toy Story 5? Something like that. And... Frozen 3. Right. I think what's interesting about the Disney lineup in 2024 is they're all good movies, mm -hmm. but none of them are Star Wars, Avengers, you know, home yeah. run. They're not automatic home runs. Classic they need to Disney be, movies. The movie needs to be good. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. We've said that on the show before, and it should be obvious, but... In some cases, it does actually matter if the movie's good. Like our number three grossing, highest grossing movie of the year in 2023 was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That movie was the third highest grossing movie regardless of whether or not people liked it. Right. You know what I mean? There's no movies like that in 2024 for Disney. Well, I think that's, uh, we're seeing Bob back we, in action. Right. We have two big movies around the 4th of July that we're going to, their trailers just dropped. Mm. And I think there's, well, first of all, March of 2024 Loaded. is bonkers. Goes from Dune to Kung Fu Panda, Ghostbusters, Kong. It's like bing, bang, boom. One massive title after another. Yeah. And there's a Lionsgate has a horror movie they're sneaking in on March 8th, which I was kind of sleeping on. It's called Imaginary. It's a horror movie, but it's a similar premise to John Krasinski's Imaginary Friends, if. Yeah. Right? We saw a, a trailer for it ages ago. The title, the tagline says, he's not imaginary, and he's not your friend. Yeah. It's where the, the, the mom was haunted by her imaginary friend, forgot about it. It's like a teddy bear. And they move back home, and the same teddy bear. It's still there. With her, and he gets her daughter yeah. as revenge. And then I'm also pleased to announce... The Oh, and then we have Ordinary Angels, which opens the end of February. I'm also pleased to announce just fresh moments ago. You know how sometimes we are on the show and I'm like, oh, my God, that trailer was great. I'm going to book it. Right. I watched the trailer and before we even had the show, I already booked it. And the movie is called Wicked Little Letters from Sony Pictures Classics. Oh, yeah, it looks great. That opens in Penn Cinema on April 5th. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah. So it's like this massive march leads right up to, I'm not saying the Wicked Little Letters is going to be the biggest movie of the year because it's not, but it's it looks amazing. looks great. It's going to be a perfect antidote after Kong. Well, that leads us into trailers because going into this week, I thought to myself, we don't have, there wasn't a, like, it's been two weeks and there was news, but almost all the news was like, so-and-so might be making a movie with so-and-so. They're in talks. Or it wasn't anything definitive. And we don't normally cover that kind of You stuff. know why there was no news? Why? And I'm being totally serious. Super Bowl. 
Well, it's because it's coming. Yeah, nobody wants to make any announcements this week because everybody's talking about Super Bowl. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. To which end, I thought there's probably not going to be a lot of trailers yeah. because they're all going to come out right. on the Super Bowl. Oh. Boy, was I wrong. So let's get into trailers because we got a ton. And, I, and I'm saying almost all of these are legit trailers. No, they are all legit trailers. I, I took some off. There's a, <laughs> uh, to be honest, they're they're all good trailers. And the way what I would say, or I'm sorry, they're all legit trailers. And what I would say is they're almost all, with some with a couple exceptions, they're almost all good. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and, the thing. And some are amazing. Right. Yeah. And some are trash. Mm. But when we review the trashy ones, I'm going to try to think of a more a nicer word. Yeah. A euphemism for trash. Shiitake. Maybe I'm going to call it challenging. Mm. Like, oh, this film has a challenging theme. Yeah. Ooh. That's... I'm not just a pretty face, David. Yeah. <laughs> the audience for this one will be mysterious. Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a crowded screening. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start it off with Moana 2. It was a very short teaser. I, I, I'm assuming Super Bowl. Did you see the the full trailer dropped five hours ago? Did it really? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't get to see it. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's still a short trailer. It's only a minute and five seconds, but it's longer than that that little teaser, which just shows her blowing the conch. Yeah. Right? This has a little bit more action as her and the guy on a boat crossing the sea, mm -hmm. and probably somebody smart like you could figure out what they're talking about with the plot. But to me, it just looked like, oh, cool, there's a new Moana coming, and at the end it says... In theaters, November twenty four. Wow! Yeah, November of twenty twenty. I wouldn't be shocked if we had a longer one for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a full trailer, but it was short. It was a minute and five seconds. Well, I only saw the teaser, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, I looked at it and thought, "How have I never watched Moana?" Right. Maybe I should get on that. I've never seen it either. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I've only ever heard like nice things about it. People love it. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I know they're going to do a lot. They were talking about doing a live action one, oh. but I was kind of glad that this was not that. Right. So, uh, next movie we have is from Focus Features called Drive Away Dolls. Did this one slip under our radar a little bit? Because it seems like it came out of nowhere, but then the promotional stuff were like, "Oh yeah, we, this has been around for like building up for a while now." This is one of those movies I never heard of. I booked it with Focus Features. It opens on February 23rd. And then I sent a little email to my team saying, you know, hey, we got this movie. It opens on February 23rd. Let's get the poster up. Put the trailer in front of, you know, the appropriate titles, blah, blah, blah. And I got an email back from Brooke, who we love. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for this movie. You know what I mean? Like, like it was 100% on everybody else's radar, just not my radar. Yeah. So I don't know how that happened. It totally snuck up on me. But within, literally, I put tickets on sale and went downstairs and got a cup of coffee when I came back up, tickets had been sold. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's sold out. I'm not saying it's like a huge, right. you know, like a sleeper hit or anything like that. But I'm saying the people who are excited about this movie are really excited about this movie. I think it looks good. It looks amazing. And the funny thing is, before I saw the trailer, I saw a random TikTok ad. That was just a clip from it. And I was like, this is funny. Like, what movie yeah. is this? Yeah. And then, sure enough, then the trailer, like, I saw the name and then the trailer was on the list this week. This is my number three trailer of the week. Mm. My third. Mm. 
The movie is called Drive Away Dolls. It stars uh, two women who we don't know who, I mean, I'm sure somebody knows who they are. <laughs> they're, not, <laughs> they're not familiar to me. Parents don't even know who they are. I think are. there's, a, there. I did I recognize a couple other, I feel like there's some more recognizable characters in, in the, the movie. In the yeah. background, That have maybe smaller roles. But it's basically, a, a, it's not driven by star power. But the movie looks really quirky and really fun, and I can't wait to see it. This is my fourth. Okay. Yeah. There's so many good ones, it's hard to... Yeah. It's hard to all right, so take us from here. A Quiet Place, day one. This is going to be... This is going to open end of June, so it's your big 4th of July movie. Uh, this is the prequel to the John Krasinski smash hit, Quiet Place, mm -hmm. and it basically tells the story of what happened. How did we get where we got? Yeah. And it goes back to day one. This is my number two trailer of the week. Uh, this trailer was... Drew made the very astute observation that A Quiet Place looked like it was filmed. Nobody was really sure what exactly they had. Like if it was going to be as big of a hit as they wanted. It, it didn't look like a small movie, but it, it was... You know, nobody quite knew exactly what they had on their hands. And now that they know it's a massive franchise... It looks like somebody handed them a big checkbook and was like, "Hey, go to town." Yeah, you know. So this movie looks like it has a big budget behind it, a great, um, as we already know, a great premise and a great cast. And I think it's gonna be very different from the other ones. Yes, it looks much more like an action movie, a monster action monster movie instead of a th thriller. A thriller. Yeah, which I'm okay with. No, I totally agree because it makes sense that in the initial shock of everything. Because I think they show it in the trailer. The first movie is 400-some days after right. day one. Right, Where things have calmed down. Can we just pause for a moment? Right now? Yeah. Okay, hold just, on. Just pause. Here we go. Yeah. For, okay. Freeze yourself while I talk. All right. Okay. <laughs> He's frozen. It's really cold. <laughs> I just want to remember, mm. and I'm sure you witnessed it, what a wild phenomenon it was! Phenomenon it was watching a quiet place in theaters. Oh yeah! And working in a theater when a quiet place was playing, like you have never gone into a quieter auditorium than the audience watching a quiet place. Like that pressure, the movie is so tense yeah. about making noise. Like people were not eating their popcorn for fear of crunching. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, it was wild. Like you've never seen anything like it walking into that auditorium and there could be 200 people sitting in this one little room watching Quiet Place and it was silent. Like you could hear a pin drop. It was, yeah, it was great. It was really, really cool. I, and then, but then when the bangs happened, oh my it God. was so intense. Everyone's yeah. jumping out of their seats. Yeah. And yeah, it was wild. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So this yeah. is, so I'm excited. I'm excited for a Quiet Place day one. Despicable Me 4. Of July. No, of July. Is that what it's called? No. No, it's... it's but I, I'm saying it's a, it's a missed... If they had called me, I would have been like, hey, Despicable Me 4. You were probably too busy getting on Taylor Swift's record <laughs> right. when they called. That's right. probably... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, this, uh, this looks good. I have never seen any of the Despicable Me movies, but... I will recognize that they all look like perfectly, perfectly fine films. What? I take issue with that. Really? You tell me you've never seen Moana. I don't even blink. Right. Because it's like whatever. I. You tell me you've never seen a Despicable Me, Despicable Me movie. Or Minions. Or Minions. Yeah. 
That's insane. Those movies are so good. But I, I, they're so much fun. I feel like I've seen the trailers so much. I know the movies. No, you do not. You do not know the movies. I'm pointing my finger and everything. This one I'm yeah. here. Yeah, behind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I will give you a pass on Despicable Me two and three. Okay. Just because I'm a good guy. Because I'm so generous. You're generous. I'm a generous person. You're so generous. I give, David. That's what I do. Boom, 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 boom. But I will not give you a pass on not having seen Despicable Me 1 or Minions. You either one of those. But Despicable Me, the first one, see it between now and Four. 4th of July. Wow. Because we are going to be watching it. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, we might not well, be because we we're going to be watching Quiet Place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, I'm going to be out of town. So What? <laughs> Crazy. Another trip to Aruba? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go give it another shot. So Despicable Me for – that's going to be – so A Quiet Place and Despicable Me are going to be your 4th of July movies. Uh, a movie that opens sooner. You don't have to wait too long to see Ghostbusters Frozen Empire opens up next month in March. Um, this trailer dropped – uh, I mean, I watched it, and I have comments. You want to walk us through your comments? You're going to be surprised. Okay. Because. Don't tell me this is a trailer of the week. No. No. Okay. But it has more story in it. Yep. Than the other ones. Right. More comedy. Dialogue. This is the first trailer for this movie that made me want to see the movie. Okay. What was your problem with it? Um... Hang on, I'm just looking something up. Um, my problem with it is that I felt like it was too all over the place. Like, I, I took issue... Okay, maybe... It is all over the place, it, and it has, like, I, three endings. And my, what I took issue with is, does it star the original Ghostbusters or not? Like, are those cameos... Or are you telling me that Dan Aykroyd's in this new movie? Are you telling yeah. me that Bill Murray's in this new movie? I think they both are. It, they're all in it? I mean, they were in the last one. Yeah. I struggle with that a little bit. Like, give the new kids some time to breathe. Give them some space. Plus, you got a bunch of other new characters. And plus, you got a bunch of other new characters. You know what it is? I'm just a, I'm just a, a stick-in-the-mud old man who, like, I liked it the way I liked it. And now there's new people. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're doing. They're I don't know where they came the from. Place. I don't know who the good guys are, who the bad guys are. Some of them are much younger. <laughs> I can't relate to what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or to quote the end of Moonstruck, I'm so confused. <laughs> exactly. And that, I mean, whatever. Like, I'm... I mean, I'm kind of making fun of myself, but it's also true. And I'm not the only person that watched that trailer and was like, what? Yeah. no. See, that's the thing. It was random enough that I was like, okay, I want to know what's happening. I, I, I will say you and I are on a little bit of a different page mm -hmm. because I don't need to see anything to want to see this movie. Like, yeah. I already wanted to see the movie. The trailer did uh. nothing for me except make me feel grumpy about how old I must be. See, the other trailers did nothing for me that made me feel grumpy about how bad this was going to be. <laughs> and now I have a little bit more hope that it's not going to be bad. We're so emotional. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, next movie we have is Back to Black. Yeah. Um, the Amy Winehouse biopic. And it's my number two. Yeah. This, this trailer looked amazing. Um, 
It stars Marissa Abella. Who looks just like her. Yeah, who looks just like her and honestly kind of sounds like her. I don't know. I've never heard of Marissa Abella, but I'm psyched for this movie. It's not my, I'm not putting it in my top trailers of the week. It's interesting. This movie kind of stands out. It's the only movie on our list that is like a grown up movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're all the other movies are like fun, crazy, or they're kids' movies, or they're horror movies, mm-hmm. or they're comedies, or whatever. This is like Back to Black, the Amy Winehouse story. And it looks amazing and it looks yeah. really well done. It looks grown up. I'm I'm a little unsure. It it doesn't say anything about when it's coming out. It doesn't, it doesn't. It's, it's a studio canal picture. Um which is fully legit, but like I don't know when it's coming out. I, I think there's a high risk that this chant that this lands on Apple Plus. Really? I, I'm I'm talking out my ass. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the smell. That that's makes- the <laughs> but that's the instinct that I get from this. That would be disappointing because I think it looks really well made. Yeah, this it does. I agree completely. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. <laughs> my trailer of the week. <laughs> It's so over the top fun that I was just like, I want it now. <laughs> Give it to me. It's based on a true story. How do you reconcile? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like Henry Cavill looking crazy. I, first of all, have a problem with Henry Cavill. Did he snub you? Come on. What's this? Second of all, I could not reconcile. Okay. Let me back the train up. I agree that this movie looks great. Mm-hmm. And I'm psyched to see it. And I will book it. And I look forward to seeing it. My The reason why it's not high on my list of trailers this week is because I could not, in my mind, reconcile the over-the-top nature of the movie which looked like a Guy Ritchie movie. It is. It is. Because it is. Yeah. I could not reconcile that with the fact that it's based on a true story from World War II, mm-hmm. which I'm used to seeing as, like, grown-up movies. Yeah. Sometimes things get crazy. Man. I mean, this looked like Argyle meets Saving Private Ryan. Which is probably the closest thing to the truth there is. You know what it actually really looks like is Argyle meets Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 So you take those two movies, you put them in a blender, and you get the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare from Lionsgate. I, I, it's it's not my, it's not my trailer of the week. I don't share your enthusiasm for the trailer, but I agree, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. They have guns in the movie, and they go pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have a horror film. Horror film. Horror. Horror film. Called Tarot. Terror. No. Tarot. Tarot. Like tarot cards. I think it's pronounced Tarot. 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 Well, you know, you should never use someone else's deck. Stranger danger. Yeah. Because if you do, the cards will come to life and kill you. Yeah. That's the premise. I liked this trailer. Um, This is a Sony movie that comes out in May. The movie's called Terra, and um, we got a we got a notification from Sony a couple of weeks ago that they had changed the title of this movie. I forget what they said, 
but it was originally called something else. They changed it, and it was supposed to come out like in March. They changed the title and are releasing it in May, which makes me feel like they're really feeling good about this movie. You oh. don't you don't put a movie in the May release if you're not feeling good about it. I mean, it was like a solid horror. And I was just gonna say, horror is not your thing or my thing, and um, sometimes. I mean, I would never admit this to anyone except you. Right. It's a good thing. Shh. Nobody else yeah. is here. Well, Peyton left. Yeah. So we're good. Finally. Sometimes I don't, when we're reviewing a trailer for the horror movie, Yeah. sometimes I don't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I put it on and I look to the side. Right. <laughs> look down. Oh, that's a nice pen. <laughs> oh, how many ceilings hollows do we have today? Uh, where's the cat? <laughs> <laughs> but I did watch this in, tra in, in Trailer Tyler, and I thought it was great. <laughs> trailer Tyler. I did watch in, in Trailer Tyler. So did I, yeah. And it was good. And speaking of... Horror. Speaking of messes, long legs from Neon. The only thing I liked about this trailer is that it's from Neon. Okay. I almost didn't include this. Okay. Right? Right. This movie has getting so much hype. Really? Because it's this horror, this Nicolas Cage legit horror movie. Where do you see Nicolas Cage? You don't. I then. think you hear him. Okay. A little bit. Called Long Legs. And over the last couple of weeks, I haven't put them on here, but there's been uh, weird, like 30 second shorter trailers, like leading up to this. Would you use this title for this, for your story? The story, the David Moulton story? Long Legs? Long Legs, the David Moulton story. She got legs. Right. No, you got oh, legs. Oh, I got legs. Yeah. He's going places. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. I, I didn't. I, as you can tell, was all over the place on this trailer. Yeah. I did you Did you like it? Did you no. like. Yeah. I, I was like. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of not knowing. Well, I guess this next one, I totally knew what was going on. Much more simple premise, but the movie doesn't look as good. Called Parallel. It's from Vertical. It stars a bunch of people you're supposed to know. And it, they basically discover a magic mirror in their attic. No, in the woods, there's some sort of experiment that was done in the woods, and when you're in the woods, it's like a gateway to parallel worlds all happening at the same time. No, it's the mirror. No. Parallel is about parallel worlds. The ladies, she lost her son. You watched something else. One of us watched the wrong trailer. Well, I watched the new trailer <laughs> called Parallel. Okay. About a mom who lost her son and her husband's trying to take care of her, but then... <laughs> one of us watched the wrong trailer, and we may never know which one of us it was. <laughs> and then she goes out and finds out that the woods that had been an experimental place where you can cross into other parallel dimensions, but you can't exist in the same space as another version of you. So there's different versions of them like trying to take each other out to live in better realities. There was a parallel movie in 2018, 2018, 2021, and 2024. And which trailer did you watch? 1983? The, the one that I watched was from 2024. Follow the journey of Vanessa, a grief-stricken woman who mysteriously finds herself navigating 
between parallel spaces. Sounds a lot like the one you just described. Yeah. But not the trailer that you saw. But not the trailer that I watched. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, the trailer I watched, which apparently came out five years ago, is about these four kids, uh, like young, early 20s, discover a mirror in their attic. Whoa. And they can, whatever. And they can go into another world. They go into another world. The next movie. So wait. So what do you want to say about the correct parallel movie with the woman in the woods? The idea looked, it looked, it looked like one of those movies that would be interesting to see, but it'll be, if it, if it makes it here, it won't, it would only be here for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of movies, <laughs> I've never seen the trailer for it. I don't know anything about it, but it won't be here. I'll Speaking tell you that. <laughs> Speaking of movies that either won't be here or will be here for a week. Yeah. The Accidental Texan, starring three of my all-time least favorite actors. Really? Yes. If you forced me. Now, I'm not good, as we've established over time and time again. I'm not good with the memory. <laughs> But if you allowed me to search a database and spend some time putting together a yeah. list of my very least favorite actors. You don't like Thomas Hayden Church? Thomas Hayden Church would be at the top of my list. What? I, I will never sideways. forget how he ruined that movie, uh, Wyatt Earp. I don't know. I don't Val Kilmer was in that movie, and he was an absolute genius. And then Thomas Hayden Church came around on a horse looking like a schmuck. Remember when he was in Sideways and he was hilarious? He was awful. I hated him in Sideways. I hated him everywhere. On a boat. <laughs> on a train. In, a dream. in the sun, in the rain. Wow. No, sir, At I will house. not watch Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> With a mouse. <laughs> With a jerk or a lurch. Now, I get Carrie Ann Moss. I will not watch. What has she been in that's been good since the Thomas Hayden Matrix? Church. Not, not, not Thomas Hayden Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss was amazing in The Matrix. I loved her in that. First one. I've hated her in everything else since. Exactly. Okay. And then Bruce Dern has never been good in anything ever. Sure. And these three are coming together to star with poor Rudy. What's his name? Rudy Plackins or yeah, something. He's He stars in a movie called The Accidental Texan. This looked like it, would, it was like uh, a cute story. No, it did not. The guy wants to be an actor. He's Harvard trained. And then they're like, hey, pretend to be our our lawyer and scare these other lawyers away so that we can dig for oil. And he does. Sometimes I don't like a trailer, but I can find redeeming things about it. Or I say something like, it's not for me. Yeah. Here's what I have to say about The Accidental Texan. It's your number one trailer of the week. The premise is challenging. <laughs> it, it may not be for everybody. You don't think it was realistic when he's like, What's your Wi Fi? and they hand him a phone book and he's like, This is five years old. And she's like, Things don't change around here. It may not be for everybody. It may not be for anybody. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. Last trailer. Now, do you remember what happened last week on the Pensano podcast? Last week? Yeah. Do you remember I turned over a new leaf? Yeah. I was so proud of myself. I made mm. no snide remarks about TV. Mm. And, and there was, people were dangling bait in front of me all, all afternoon. It's true. There was some content that was highly questionable. Yeah. 
So I'm going to make a comment and it's not a snide. It's, it, it's not that it's a fresh normal, fresh, normal. It's a fresh take. Yeah. This movie that we're discussing called the accidental Texan looks like a movie made for TV in the true sense of the word, not streaming. Not it looks like HBO. a lifetime show. I'm not talking Netflix or no. prime. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm no, talking I'm right there with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And last, but not least, but not least my trailer of the week, my number two, wicked little letters starring Andrew's favorite actress, Olivia Coleman, no E and Coleman. From Sony Pictures Classic, Wicked Little Letters opens at Penn Cinema on April 5th. I can't wait. Yeah. I love when they're like, how do you, why do you think it's her? And they're like, well, <laughs> it sounds like something she would right. write. She's like, let me out of here, you bankers. <laughs> I loved everything about this trailer. This was great. And the yeah. girl, the girl that's not Olivia Coleman, we know her from somewhere. I didn't look up where we know uh, her from, but know. you, you would, you know, recognize that. So, if you're listening to the Pensona podcast and you like movies, all of these trailers which are, is ridiculous, which are are worth watching. Drive Away Dolls would be worth watching. You got to watch A Quiet Place. You got to watch Despicable Me. Uh, you got to watch The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. And what I'm saying is, in my personal opinion, take the time to go watch Wicked Little Letters because it's going to come to Penn Cinema. It's not going to be a huge hit, but we're going to play it in Theater One, and the people who are going to come watch it are going to love it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this is going to be one of those movies that frustrates me because I'm going to be at some asinine party somewhere and somebody's going to say like, why are there no new ideas for movies? Yeah. You know? And they don't come out to watch this. And they don't come out to see these, you know, the new, the new idea movies. Yeah. 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 So anyway, whatever, but wicked little letters looks really good. I don't even, I don't totally understand the plot. You want to walk us through the plot? So, from what I gathered, is Olivia Coleman like an investigator, or she's the? I, it, it, towards the end, it made it look like she was like the she was like saving the girl, but at the beginning, I thought she was the one who did the actual thing. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is. So apparently, someone writes wicked little letters, wicked little letters, yeah. and um, they're looking for the person, and they find this girl who's just kind of a loudmouth. Right. And they arrest her, and she's like, "I didn't do it." Just because it sounds like me doesn't mean I did it. Right. Like, I why why I love with her line. She says, "If I was going to say that, right. why would I write it down? I would just say it. I would just say it." Uh, yeah, I have a great way to describe yeah. this. I just thought of a great way to describe this movie. You know how when you're watching a Wes Anderson film lately, hmm. and the only th and you love it because it's creative and fresh and interesting, but you can't help think you can't help but think to yourself. I'm watching another Wes Anderson movie. Right. You know, and like I've seen so many Wes Anderson, they all start to blend together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all kind of, this, this looks like somebody else made a better Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Or I don't even know, maybe I shouldn't even have said better. I, I, I should just say this may, looks like somebody else made a Wes Anderson. Like it has that chaos, that crazy energy, characters that are just going to be super fun to watch. Yeah. You know, the, the quick, you know, pace, everything about it looks really great yeah yeah this looks good yeah yeah all right well cool. that's the trailers that's all the trailers oh we didn't play our uh but news. we also finished the news yeah whoa he six shooting it whoa that's new whoa i'm telling you it's a pizza talking <laughs> it gets into you right right right, right. 
All right, this week we reviewed Argyle. I think it's pronounced Argyl. Argyl? Argyl. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, right, that checks out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you see the movie Argyle? Or Argyle? Argyle. Or Ar- Argyle. What? Huh? Um... Me? Yeah. Oh, you're talking to me. I'm talking to ah, you. Gotcha. Yo, yeah. not, not the other people here. <laughs> right. But you. Right. Why well, only ask? In the theater? Because yesterday, mm-hmm. you were like, what movie are you watching this week? Yeah. Or right. maybe it was Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. What movie have you seen this week? Right. I said, we're going to watch Argyle. Right. Me, who's had a week and a half to see it. Right. And has already seen it. Yeah. You... Who was out lollygagging, having a good time right, with fooling his life. around, yeah. laying on the beach, mm-hmm. thinking I don't have any responsibility, don't have a care in the world. Yeah. So you were saying yesterday? Yeah. You asked me if you oh. what movie we were watching. Oh. I thought you were going to tell me another story about my staff throwing me under the bus. Oh no! Did they throw you under the bus in this one? Well, I didn't know. I always I always get nervous because okay. a lot of times you come to the recording of Penn Cinema Podcast. With somebody whispering in your ear, oh, Penn said he really liked it, or we, Penn didn't like it, yeah. or we haven't seen Penn, you know, or you know, like in in like Cinderella, mm. where like the birds come in and right, yes, she's like, well, what's that? Right, that's me when I walk in, right. little animated bird. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Penn didn't watch the movie. <laughs> Penn didn't like the movie. So I walked in to work oh. the other day. And a couple of kids were standing at CHOP where they stand. Mm -hmm. And the one said to me, how did you like Argyle? And I said, well, I haven't seen it yet. And he said, oh, I thought you watched it. And I said, no, I didn't watch it. What made you say that? And he goes, oh, somebody said that. I said, well, who? I don't know. Wow. So they're all talking about what I did or didn't see, but nobody wants to take blame for, you know, keeping tabs on good old Penn. Jeez, they, don't, they probably didn't even know you were in a room. I know. He's up in the office. Uh, yeah. Behave. Yeah. <laughs> Act natural. So anyway, listeners, questions, news, and notes you, this week. You didn't see Argyle? <laughs> Jerkosaurus Rex. Uh, David. Yeah. I watched Argyle this morning. Did you really? I did. Okay. By good. myself with a cup of coffee. Nice. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I will give my full review. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did watch it, and I know uh, Goonies, Jason, and Encyclopedia Brown both watched it. Yeah, and they said their comment to me was, "It's very entertaining." Yes, which I would agree. Um, you want to start? Sure. Okay. Uh, this movie has, I think, if you count them, <laughs> seventeen. Seventeen twists. Right. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, I don't want to interrupt your thought process, mm. but in my opinion, the multitude of twists kind of saves the movie. Yeah. That's the best part of the movie, in my opinion. It's constantly, uh, constantly going back and forth. And going, oh, wait. Right. Oh, wait. And I love, I appreciate the fact that all the way up towards the end of the movie, they refer back to things that happen as early as the first scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the first scene, I was like, oh, my God. I got to watch this for two hours. You know what I mean? Two yeah. hours. And I, I looked on my phone. Two hours and 19 minutes. All right. Here we go. You know, Um but stuff happens in that scene that they refer to periodically and reveal more and more about periodically throughout to the end of the movie, all the way to the end of the movie. And it starts off, the spy stuff at the beginning starts off semi-realistic with her envisioning over-the-top stuff on right. top of it. Right. Right? 
But as time goes on, the spy stuff becomes more and more actually over the top. Right. You know, up to their dance sequence. Right. Which I think normally I would have, if it would have been, if the whole movie would have taken itself seriously and been ridiculous from the beginning, the dance thing, I would have been like, oh, I hate this. But it fit. It fit. Yeah. I was like, and I and I thought it was funny that they did the the whirly bird, except for it was him. Yeah. You know, because they keep, keep going back to that right. joke of the whirly yeah. bird yeah. dance. I thought you'd love the dance sequence on account of it reminded me of RRR. RRR. All the colors. All the colors, right? Yeah. I mean, you're into dance breaks. Yeah. I do them all the time. I know. Yeah. And I also didn't mind the ice skating, the oil skating. <laughs> like, it was a ridiculous. Oh. And, like, I, I, the whole thing I want, this is so stupid. But at the same time, like, I, I thought to myself, as I'm watching, I'm like, all I could think was, good for Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, I would have never pegged her for an action star. And here she is, kind of being an action star. It's computer generated. But I was like, all right, I'm down. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the, I, look, this movie's not amazing. I had a hard time with this movie because there was, it, it just, it felt to me a little bit like it wasn't, it, it, I don't know. I shouldn't, I don't even, I can't even say that because it, it was over the time. I was going to say it didn't know what it wanted to be, but it absolutely did know what it wanted to be. It wanted to be a ridiculous, over the top, fun action movie. Now, did you catch the thing in the trailer? I did, but I didn't understand it. Can you explain it to me? This is the, there's the old guy and the kid, the bartender and the kid, and he says like he's Mr. Argyle or something, yeah. right? So spoilers. So give yourself a minute or two if you want to. Don't want spoilers for this movie, but it's really not going to change the movie much to know this information. So at the end, Henry Cavill shows up, so he's actually a real person, and you're like, wait a minute, another twist because. The twist was that she was Henry Cavill right. in her imagination. Anyway, um, this was spoiled for me. Wait, when does Henry Cavill show up? He's at the very end. At the very end, she's doing the reading, and she's having any questions, and he stands up. And he uh, says, I don't have any questions, but you might have some questions for me. Right, yes, got it. Right. Yep, yep, I forgot that. And uh, he's got like a mullet and yeah. everything. And, but... This was spoiled for me going into it, which I don't want to say ruined the movie for me. Uh, I will say that it kind of had me on edge looking for clues that weren't there. Mm. And it made me second guess things afterwards. Uh, the end of the movie shows young Henry Cavill 20 years ago going into a Kingsman bar, as in the Kingsman. Yep. And giving some code. And then the the code the, the bartender gives him instead of a drink a box a box he describes as a drink but inside is a gun and they ask what his name is and he says it's whatever Argyle so he is actually yeah agent the 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 twist was that not only is he actually agent Argyle but the movie Argyle takes place in the Kingsman universe right which is the same director yeah so. Did you notice that R. Kyle is spelled backwards, spells Ellie? Oh, no. They spell the name Kyle, K-Y-L-L-E. Oh, no. And they keep showing her name, Ellie. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't miss that. There you go. Not Ooh. me. I didn't miss it. You don't miss a lot. I, I, I don't miss much. 
<laughs> Except everything. Except, you don't notice much. Right. What you notice, you don't miss. That's it. A hundred percent of the things I notice, I don't miss. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. No, I don't know. I, I, what I was, I want to expand on what I said about the twists. This movie got better and better and better throughout because it repeatedly revealed itself to be more. You know, there was more to it than just oh, this girl has an imaginary, you know, hero. You know, there's yeah. more to it. And I thought Brian Cranston started out, I didn't like him when he was the bad guy. But then when he revealed, you know, when he was acting as the dad. Yeah. I thought, okay, this guy's showing his acting range. And he, you know, he was good as the dad. And and I don't know. I, I felt like the Brian Cranston character, but the bad guy, was the weak link in the story because his acting was like. Typical. Over the top. Yeah. What. So Samuel, what bothers me about it as much as I liked Brian or did did not like Brian Cranston, that's how much I liked Samuel L. Jackson. But that's his, my problem. His character was great. But that's my problem. What's your problem? See, if this is the Kingsman universe, Samuel L. Jackson was a big bad guy in the Kingsman movie. Yeah. So he plays two characters in this universe, I guess. Yeah. What, no good? I don't know. Just saying. Is there a way you can tie those two characters to be the They'll same? They'll probably be brothers or something stupid like that. Yeah. All right, well, that's our review for Argo. <laughs> Best movie I've ever seen. I'm going to go worst movie of all time. Whoa. Okay. I struggled with it. I, I And like I said, it was... I, I liked it more and more as the thing went on, but I just, I did not love it. Yeah, reviews have been pretty not great from what I saw, which I was surprised because Goonies Jason and I kind of both agreed on it. And also Bryce Dallas Howard is amazing, or, well, she is amazing, but what I was going to say was she she has a great fan base. Henry Cavill has a great fan base, yeah. Sam and Jackson, all these guys, um, but it's not doing business. Yeah, Interesting. All right, well, next week we're going to watch Madam Web. Mm-hmm. All right. It's supposed to be horrible, so prepare yourself. I don't appreciate the negativity. Well, Dakota Johnson has been bashing it on the, on the carpet, so it's kind of interesting. Really? Why would she do that? That's the, Everyone's like, man, she must have really had a bad time. And, like, the the day after the first, like, um, promo stuff came out for it. She fired her uh, marketing team. <laughs> so. Well, all right. Yeah. All right. So next week, Madam Web, let's watch this train derail. Um, Stop it. <laughs> moving on to listeners' notes, questions, comments, and answers. We'll just move through these. There's uh, kind of short ones here. You put out a call. Well, there was a long line of people that want to attend your funeral. Yeah, that's... Is that what we're saying? I'm a little... I don't know how to take that. It, I don't know if it's because they want to go to my funeral for me, or they want to take part in just some of the special events I, I that are like, I feel like if we just put out, like, we're having David's funeral. Yeah. Maybe they don't show up. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they would definitely show up. Okay. I'm not saying you have to be dead. Okay. I'm saying, like, you know, let's have David's funeral, have David's and we funeral. can practice. It's like a roast. It's a, it's a run through. It's I'll a lay, roast. I'll lay right. in the casket, <laughs> and you guys can all roast me. Oh, my God. A David Moulton roast. Uh, can you imagine? 
That's a good time. It's going to be a that would be a time. That's a good time <laughs> waiting to happen. Yeah, how long could I stay in the casket without being like what? What? That's bullshit. I never said that. <laughs> exactly. Well, top ten, Sarah, everyone's favorite sister, Tony Baloney. I, I took everybody's comment as a sign of respect and a willingness to sing to step up and sing the rap of how their butt fell off. Yeah. What? What? Exactly. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last week's show. Now, this one, I'm going to open it up because we had while you're while you're pulling that up, I, yeah. I feel compelled to comment. We had a journalist in the studio with us earlier today. We did, and the journalist was nothing if not professional, but there was a there was a slight gap in her research, right? In her preparedness, yeah, because you asked her. Which of the many podcasts that we've recorded was your favorite? <laughs> and she stammered and yammered around for a little while. Yammering and stammering. Yammering. St stammering and yammering. Oh, yeah. And then finally she blurted out. I've never seen I've, I've never heard the show. And then she said, I will. How can I listen? Well, I'm going to listen to at least one. I will. At least one. At least one. <laughs> and we were like, listen, go back to your New York Times office and don't do us any favors. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Get out. We don't need you big city reporters coming in here, you know, yeah. with your big city credentials. Your small town stories. Yep. Looking for colorful characters from the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. That's us. A couple of a couple, colorful characters from the sticks. <laughs> That's our new tagline, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Trailer Master Jason wrote in. It's almost time for Super Bowl Sunday. Oh my God, this was great. So you know what that means? Super Bowl bets on movie trailers. But David, you're not a real big sports ball guy. Yeah, what are I, you going to bet on? I'm going to bet on the trailers, just like you said. So here are the bet questions for you. How many movie trailers are going to be shown? Just for some context, there were 11 shown in 2023 and 7 in 2022. I say... I'm going to go with eight. Oh. I think there's going to be less than you think, but they're going to be bigger than you think. I'm going the other way. I'm going 12. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Does this mean 12 different movies? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going 12. Okay. Okay, any predictions on what movie trailers will air? Mm, I'm not good at that game. Uh, those shown in 2022, for example, were 65, Air, Cocaine Bear, Creed 3, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. How'd that Cocaine Bear Super Bowl ad work out? People went and saw it, that's for sure. Okay. People went and had regrets. Regrets. Uh, some potential helpful facts. All the movies shown last year were released by June 30th. Also, this year's Super Bowl is being shown on CBS slash Paramount, though that seems... To matter more for TV trailers. I think there's going to be a lot more TV trailers yeah, yeah. as a result. Well, um, there will definitely be a Bob Marley trailer. Bob Marley. We're going to see Deadpool for sure. Yep. I don't know how much we'll see Deadpool. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something for um, the other Marvel movie coming out. What's it called? The... I can't remember. Not the Ultimates. The whatever. Yeah. Dark Avengers, guys. Well, we're going to get a Moana 2 trailer. Mm. Maybe a more fleshed out one. 
Another Despicable Me. I'd be sure yep. to see that. And Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. We're both making each other. I told you the pizza, but we're almost done. So, um, yeah, I think those those are the big ones I can see. I, I, Godzilla yep. and Kong. Yep. For sure. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Number three, Deadpool 3 it has to have a trailer at the Super Bowl. But will they show anything? Deadpool 3 is the only MCU movie coming out in 2024. So it will be an important release for Disney. But will they lean into the comedy of Deadpool 3 or just release a trailer with Ryan Reynolds and Nicky Jackman goofing off? Side note, as of the writing of this email, 687 days until Avatar 3. Do we get an Avatar? No. I was going to say almost like a teaser, but no, that's yeah. two years from now. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, I think they show a little bit. of. I think it's going to be like one scene from Deadpool, and it's just mostly mostly dialogue and not a big trailer. Gotcha. Uh, all right. So then lastly, I put a call out for some Jason Statham <laughs> movie taglines and uh, – we got a bunch. We got a bunch. We got. We're gonna give my top two. One of us listeners. One of our listeners. Yeah. Was it Tony? Mm-hmm. Got a little carried away, and like I'm sitting at my desk, and like my computer dings, ding, ding. a little email. Oh, that's nice. And it's a little email from Tony with some witty expressions, and then ding. It's another email from Tony with this. We'll just we'll, yeah. witty. And then all of a sudden, ding. Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> then my computer started smoking and blew up. I said, Tony. I said to him, I said, just make a list, and then at Baby. the end of the day, Baby. S- send send the list. <laughs> said, oh no! I no. didn't think to do that. No, I love it. I love it. No, 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 David. That's horrible advice. I like the way he did it. Okay. I like the rapid fire. I'm a big fan of the rapid fire. Like, take your thought, hit send. Have another thought, hit send again. Hit another thought, hit send again. <laughs> I love it. I'm, wow. I'm here for it all day. Okay. I have a friend, one of my best friends, who is. Do you do you get do you ever get this with texts where like? Because I do. He and I both do the same thing. One person would write a text with like four comments in it. I send. I write the comment and hit send, and then hit my second comment and hit send, and then have my third comment and hit send. So you get four texts from me, whereas you might write back with all four comments in one text. Right. Do you have a preference on that? Uh, it depends on the person. I think there's timing. There's comedy timing. Yeah. In the texting. Yeah, because I definitely know people who take too long between their points, and you're halfway through responding right. to the first one, and they've no, no, already no, no, no. moved on. If you're going to do it our way with the rapid fire, you got to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, when I get a text from my friend, I wait for the second and third one before I even think about a response because I know there's multiple ones coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I picked my two top favorite. Remind remind us the setup. So the premise was the beekeeper. I said, in the future, 20 years from now, what's the job that Jason Statham's going to have? That's now an assassination job. <laughs> right, because he's, he's had so many different assassins. He was a driver, yeah. and now he's a beekeeper. beekeeper. Yeah. And, so what was, and I was like, what is he, the Uber driver? Right. Gives you your last meal. So it's, it, it always the, it goes like this. The grizzled old mob guy says what it is. Right. Then the young guy goes, what, is that? what does that mean? Yeah. 
And then the, the grizzled old guy gives a tagline. Right. So here we go. You can do the... Oh, okay. What does that gotcha, mean? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right? For, he's a sanitation worker. What does that mean? He ain't afraid. To, he ain't afraid of your shit. <laughs> and then this is what I like because it relates to us. He's a podcast host. What? What? He'll get in your head. Dun dun. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks to T Loney for that. All right, moving on. What? Pen. David. What's going on with you? <laughs> like, what's up with this? What? What? I walk in here and this is. This? <laughs> this is all I got. This? David, I've told you once, I've told you a million times. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. <laughs> this is all this is all I can do. Like a kid with a bag of different colored clay. Right. You never know what color right. it'll be at the end. I have to tell you, I I feel like I need to take some time in a what's Superman's place? Uh the Fortress of Solitude. The for, I need some time in the Fortress of Solitude because I overlooked my list. Oh. And do you see a theme in my list? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll lead you down the wrong lane. I apparently, everything that I'm reading and watching and writing is crime, criminal. Most most of it organized crime. So I'm I'm up to speed on True Detective. Okay. Which I'm liking. I'm not loving. I loved the first episode. But Jodie Foster, Foster, season I think three or four. I like Jody. I love Jodie Foster. The new season to me is like dragging. Okay. Like, do you have any shows where I'm tempted? I haven't done this yet, but I'm tempted to like fast forward to the end of each episode because really all you need to know is what happens in the last four minutes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm watching True Detective. I'm liking it, but not loving it. On your recommendation, I'm watching Brother's Son. Yeah, and loving it. Yeah, fun, right? Super fun. It's not like nobody's going to nominate it for anything special or whatever. Right. But so fun. Funny. The acting is fine. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's great. Um, I mean, to, I, I do recommend it, Brother's Son. And then also, I am drawn fully 100% committed back into the Sopranos universe. Interesting. I've watched the series a few times, but I, uh, you know, since HBO made that big thing about a 20th anniversary or something like that, um, I have started at season episode one, season one, and I'm uh, faithfully, diligently working my way episode by episode. Okay. I love this show. This show, this re- it's just reminding me of why it's one of my all-time favorite shows. I've tried to get into it twice and never, it just hasn't caught me. Yeah. Not for lack of like knowing that it's good. I just, for whatever reason, it just doesn't yeah. like draw me back. Yeah. And then I watched American Gangster on the plane and listened to The Godfather uh, audio, Whoa. audible book. Whoa, look at you booking yeah. it up. I read, I'm a reader. Sometimes. That's what I do. You were doing some audio. I'm a big too. reader, David. You just, wouldn't understand. Just a big thing. I don't know that. You wouldn't have ever heard of it. But the plane ride was only five hours. Well, so I only had time for you know a limited amount. Yeah, I couldn't afford Dune. You could, you could, yeah, Dune. <laughs> I only had ten hours of forced solitude. Right, right. Yeah, that gets you through the first chapter. <laughs> introduction. <laughs> yeah. Right. Prelude. So you understand the canon. <laughs> By Frank Herbert. You're like, what? <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, um, I watched Dune again in preparation. By the way, 
I'm, I mean, I know this is a little bit of a tacky plug, yeah. but for people who are getting psyched about Dune 2, first of all, this weekend, meaning the weekend of February 9th, 10th, 11th, and then Monday the 12th and Tuesday the 13th, Dune 1 yeah. is back in IMAX mm. at both theaters. So check that out awesome. if you want to like get caught back up yeah. on what happened. And then also on February 25th, we have the sneak preview for Dune. Everyone wants to know, you get the popcorn cups? No. That's an AMC thing. Plus, we're way classier than that. Did you see the SNL stuff? I did. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I watched that in preparation. Um, have you ever watched The Toys That Made Us? I feel like I've heard of it. It's on Netflix. I don't know if it would necessarily... Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. They're like little 40-minute documentaries on like how like the 80s toys and stuff really took off. And yeah. Um, became so popular and everything. And um, watched a couple episodes of that That for some of the lines that interested me. I read A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. Oh. So I'm now officially into this romantic fantasy Hubba, realm. hubba. Uh, let's see what happens. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh, and I read Fractal Noise by Christopher Paolini. Now, some people might be like, you're on a Christopher Paolini like train here. This is the last book. I still have to finish Murtag once the library gives it back to me. Sure, let in me. like four weeks. Um, but this is the last book from, that I had to read, and it was his worst book. And it was super, <laughs> like it might make a, a suspenseful movie, but man, was it just like dark and long for a book and yeah. just drug. And it was a short one, and mm. it still felt like forever. Mm. So... Next week, we're going to watch Madam Web, but. Oh, there's a but. But. The week after. The week after. So prepare yourselves. Dune 2 is coming along. We did this for Dune 1. We did, didn't we? We had a little viewer. It was awesome. I'll never forget it. Yeah. A viewer celebration. <laughs> you, you of all people. I'll never forget that night. never forget. So fun. Dune with our audience. Yes. So uh, basically... We would like to invite you, our listeners, to come watch Dune with us in a little private event. For free. For free on the 29th. February 29th. That's opening night at 7 p.m. Now, in other words, a.k.a. prime time. Prime time. Now, all you need to do to be a part of this part of this show is email us, podcast at pencinema.com, and you're invited to bring a guest with you. And just say how many of you are coming, one or two, and uh, who your favorite Dune character is. I thought. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I have a couple comments on that. Yeah. First of all, you can come even if you can't name a Dune character. Okay. Looking at you. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> LOL, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Second of all, yeah. I thought you were going to say, name your favorite Penn Cinema podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> name your favorite Penn Cinema podcast host. And if you name the right one, we'll, yeah. let, we'll let you we'll in. We'll let you in. And if you name David, then we won't. Oh, you I mean, the other one. You won't know until right. you get here. Right. <laughs> You've won. Right. Draw. <laughs> we're going to have two auditoriums. Yeah. One for people who pick David and one for people who pick Penn. And one of the auditoriums is going to watch Dune 2. 
<laughs> and the other is going to watch either like Venom or Argyle. Mor- Mor- Morbius. <laughs> right, Morbius. Don't, don't put Argyle on the same level as Venom. No, I would never. But I can I give you a quick little side yeah. note that has nothing to do with nothing? Mm-hmm. I was recently on vacation, and, yeah. and we were all crammed into this taxi, and I made friends with the driver because that's always the right thing to do. Right. And – the driver was this nice looking woman who had a baby Yoda t-shirt on and um, there was another franchise. She was wearing pants. I forget what this, they were sweatpants. I had another franchise. I forget what, but on her forearm of which I had the best view was the full on venom tattoo, like the face, like, wow. you know what I mean? The classic, like, yeah. you know, coming ah, at you. Man, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, we could be friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, yeah, so podcastingpensament.com. Yeah. Let us know if you'd like to come. That's the tw- Thursday the 29th at 7 p.m. So we're gonna, we're extending this invitation to listeners. We're not going to post it on Facebook or anything because we're not ty- trying to, like, drum up. You know, we're not using this as a marketing thing. This is a genuine, like, yeah. come watch it with us. Have a good time. Come on out. Right. Yep. Um, otherwise, if you want to just contact us for other things. Right, right. Also, podcast at penicillin.com yeah. is the number yeah. one way to get in touch with us. Yep. But if you want to support the show, Ooh. Penn, what's the number one way to do that? <laughs> to support the show. To support the show. To support the show. Yeah. Our show. Well, like if we were a globe and uh-huh. they were Atlas. Right, right. What would be the number one way to support us? <laughs> On their shoulders? <laughs> I think what – what I, I wasn't going to say this out loud. No. And, and – Maybe you should think about it. Because it was alluded to earlier in the show. Yeah. But I guess as long as, you know, we're we're all friends here, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. you know. What a lot of people are doing is writing letters. You know, because you get, you know, people are chit-chatting, people are texting, people are, you know, emailing, yeah. all this Facebook, social media, blah, 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 podcasts, television shows, all this media. But when you get something in your mailbox that you can hold in your hand, and it goes in one of those things that's made out of paper and you put the stamp on it. I think it's like an envelope or something, you know, and you write. And when you get, when you open your mailbox and it says like, you know, to David Moulton, blah, 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 yeah. Langster PA, and you want to like open it. And then whatever's written on the inside, you're going to take that shit serious. Right. So you should send somebody a letter that says, Hey, Jimmy, I'm sorry. Your life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry your wife left you. Yeah. Get well soon. <laughs> but I'm not sick. No, I know, but get better. Get, you can do better. <laughs> you can do better. Yeah. Listen to the Pennsylvania podcast. Yeah. Love Jenny. Yeah. Or whoever. Was yeah. looking out. You know what else would be fun? We should encourage people to write letters from each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fake letters. Right. Fake the, letters. Yeah, 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 that'd be great. Yeah. But or say if, you, if you can't afford a stamp. And you, or you don't know how to write. Or you don't know how to write. Or address an envelope. Yeah. You just tell a friend. And if you don't have a friend, tell us. Podcast at PennCinema.com. You want to see, you know how to, how to like, make, remember how earlier your brain just like shut down? You didn't know how to respond to my stupid joke. <laughs> yeah, that was great. You ever want to do that to like, you know, someone in their 20s or younger? <laughs> when they tell you they're going somewhere, say, don't forget to write. Right. It, they don't understand. What? What? Like, what, what do you what, mean? What do you, write what? 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 <laughs> All right, well. (laughs) Have a nice trip. See you next fall. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, once again for the Pennsylvania Podcast, I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take Take care care and party party on. on.
Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.